Hello, 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 and welcome back to What's Your Take Media Podcast, critiquing movies and television. I'm your host, well, one of your hosts, Sarah Rosina, joined by my lovely co-host. I love it. The lovely. I love it. I love it. Uh, Sean Black, you're here with you as always. Yes. Lovely is who you are, Sean. All right. <laughs> Don't you forget it. Yes. And so, ladies and gentlemen, this is actually season two, episode three for us. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and um, we got a lot to talk about tonight. And so we are going to discuss the Prime movie, 190 Miami. Directed by Regina King. We're also going to talk about another Prime movie, Sylvie's Love. Mm. And we're going to continue on with our quest. I'm going to use the word quest of discovery. Of a saga. (laughs) Or saga. (laughs) For for WandaVision. So we started talking about WandaVision on our last episode. And since WandaVision is uh, producing a new episode every Friday on the Disney Plus app, we figured we'd talk about WandaVision weekly up until the end of the season. So mm-hmm. you guys can kind of look at that as a bonus, if you will. That's right. Alrighty. That's right. So, um, anything in particular, anything great happening for you this week, Sean? Besides Sarah, the snow, my, the big snowfall that you've had? <laughs> Sarah. Yes. Okay. Two, two very great things happened this week. You, you ready? Yeah. Great thing. So uh, number one, my hero's making a comeback uh, with uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Uh, the trailer has got me so excited because the uh, last time these two juggernauts went at it, there really wasn't a definitive winner. So I, it, it, it looks like it is, it's going to be going down this time. So I'm, I'm overly excited for it. Well, I'm glad you are, and you're alone. I'm sorry, but Ooh. how many more films do we need to make about Godzilla and King Kong? I mean, I'm just saying. It depends on how old you are. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right. Oh, we gonna watch that movie. <laughs> well, I'm probably gonna be forced to watch it because it'll be trending, and we'll have to talk about it on this here podcast. But no, I, 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 I have no shame in that. No shame okay. in that at all. Well, you know, when I was a wee child, I do remember uh, watching a King Kong movie with a, a young Jessica Lange with oh, my yeah. mom. There yeah, that's go. yeah. So that you know, it brings back memories. Was that the eighties, early eighties, or late seventies, yeah. somewhere there? It might be the yeah. seventies. Back back in the day. Yeah, so you the, know. It's, the the, the other thing is the <laughs> the wonderful memes about Bernie Sanders right now are just blessing my soul. Uh, oh, yes. It is. He has hit every genre of my life. So he he started. <laughs> uh, somebody sent me a meme with him and wrestling. You know, I'm a big wrestling fan. Oh yes, um, I've seen those. And then there there was a Star Wars one. And then he he ended up with Deadpool. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, oh, he has been good. everywhere in every movie. Every. Yep. You know, I literally posted probably about 25 to 30 of those memes in my story on Instagram and Facebook, and they were all movie-related memes. And of course, yeah. you know, I, it just made my day because I would put the little music from the movie in there. I mean, I've seen Boys in the Hood, yeah. where they put him in place of Ricky. Oh my gosh, he was in the back of the car with Ice Cube. Um, you know. <clears throat> 
the, uh, the, the media machine, right? The, yeah. Just 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 to tell you how the media machine works. He went on Good Morning America or someplace I was watching on YouTube, and uh, he was just tickled with all the memes. And he <laughs> said that the lady that actually made the mittens is getting so many requests. Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> I believe it. I'm like, I wow. Believe it. It's, yep. I tell you, the, our, the, the, the way the world works now, it just cracks me up. It really it does. Just, I was jokingly said, I jokingly said it. I was like on a post. I was like, y'all better stop. Y'all, we, we doing all this laughing and stuff about Bernie bless his heart. I just love him. But he going to mess around having an endorsement deal from all this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, he's already uh, making money uh, like uh, on merch. Ooh, like right. he's got some merch out there, and then he's taking you know the uh, the funds and uh, donating it to uh, I don't I can't remember like what charity it was, but I was like, see that's what I'm talking about, Bert. You see, you better do that. You better laugh with that's us. That's right. And, and make some money, you know, for make the people. Some money. Yeah. So I love it. Right. I love it. But yeah, I I mean, some I saw a Star Wars one that about took me out. <laughs> where you you remember the Star Wars scene, uh, the very first Star Wars, it was Obi Wan Kenobi, yep, and Luke and the the droid. Uh, I can't think the short one. I can't even think of the name of the droid right R2 at this moment. R two, yes, R two, and he had the recording of Princess Leia, uh, you know, in his programming. <laughs> I can't even get it out. And so I'm still talking about burgundy. And so the meme I saw was that recording where it was Princess Leia, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Instead of her, it was Bernie in the blue light. <laughs> I said, y'all gotta stop this. And uh, one of the other things was it about laid, now this one about laid me out, was the original Wizard of Oz movie when the the house was a swirling and a turning with Dorothy and she was looking through the window and they had Bernie in the air yep. flying. I said, <laughs> y'all, y'all didn't see Bernie flying. So needless to say, it's been, it's been quite comical and I've been enjoying it. I think I've really been enjoying it because it's just nice to feel, it's like you can sense the joy of every, that everybody's having with this. You know what I'm saying? It's bigger yep. than what just Bernie. You know, he just happens that's, to be the pun right. of the joke, but I'm thankful that he is who he is and he's able to be the pun of the joke. <laughs> yeah, and he's enjoying it. Yes, yeah. he is. So I've absolutely yeah. loved yeah. it. And, and you know, you know what, what he provided for me tonight? I was I was struggling. I was I was very much struggling because for oh, about six seven months I have found a way to sneak Deadpool into every um, uh, video we've had. But with the two movies we watched today, <laughs> I, there, there was there was no hole, and I did a lot of research trying to make some connections, <laughs> but 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 I got nothing. And then the meme oh. came, and I said, oh. Yes, the me. Lord does provide. Yes, he answers prayer. <laughs> Speak those things. Speak those things. That is hilarious. Yes, man. Speaking of which, I have been finding a lot of correlations with um, the uh, movie and TV choices that we have been making. They have all been correlating together. Uh-huh. And so from there, let's get into One Night in Miami and you'll mm. see what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Uh. Ah. You brothers, you could move mountains without ah. lifting a finger. 
Uh, Minister Malcolm X. Good news, the chariot is coming. Uh, who's the greatest? Yeah. That's right. Jim Brown takes uh, the ball. Your record is going to stand uh, the test of time. All together, yeah. Uh, the entire city of Miami is celebrating. I'm the new heavyweight champion of the world, and I don't even have a scratch on my face. Oh, my goodness. Cash. On cash? Why am I so pretty? Oh. <laughs> Hey, congratulations, champ. I can get used to that. Uh, I was made in America, land of the free home of the brave. This movement that we are in is called a struggle because we are fighting for our lives. This ain't about civil rights. They ain't giving black people what they really want. What's that? Hey, I was made in America. That's why I'm out here saving America. Power. Black power. I like the sound of that. Uh, I wish I lived in America. We have to be there for each other. Uh, heard everybody rich. All I gotta do is run, jump, kick. I'm a kid in your area. Uh, I done made it to America. Uh, I'm amazed at America. Welcome to America. Okay, so one night in Miami. Uh, quick synopsis. Uh, it's a fictional account of one incredible night where icons uh, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown gather to discuss their roles in the civil rights movement uh, during the 60s. Okay. Alrighty. And so, what you got, Yuri? I feel like you should say something already. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, uh, okay. So, uh, so Regina King. Yeah, uh, Regina. Bro, bro. Now, 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 me and Regina go way back. I mean, we go back oh. to 227. You see yes, what I'm saying? 227. No, 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 no. 227. You see, <laughs> we, we, go, we go way, we go way With back. Jack A. Harry, Jack A. That, that's yeah. right, Jack A. That's right. That was my, my <laughs> first crush outside of bit. But look, so you go back <laughs> to Regina, and then she did a show recently called The Watchmen. And, uh, yes, she did. Which I love. Uh, and uh, so I'm a fan of hers. So I, I was excited to watch this. And uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> she, it was a letdown. Uh, she wasn't. She it was wasn't. A letdown. <laughs> no, she was not in the movie. <laughs> no, really she wasn't. Was, in it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, she she wasn't in it. She was yeah. not acting. That was not her role this time. Right. Her role was director. That's right. Um, but yeah, we were let down that Regina King was not in the movie. That's uh, right. Um, yeah, not even a yes. cameo. No. Not even a cameo. Uh, but even with you bringing that up, so even with you saying you remember her from 227, so she has been in the game a very long time. I mm. applaud her. I mean, I remember she was in Boys in the Hood, Poetic yep. Justice. I mean, we could just go on and on this Christmas here in the last few years. She's done a lot. And, um, you know, being a a black female in Hollywood, I mean, it's something, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It really is. Yes, she has stood the test of time. She really has. I believe she's a household name now. Mm -hmm. I I, I believe that. And so I am uh, ecstatic for her role as a director and actually the film premiered at the Venus, (laughs) sorry, film festival in September of last year, and it was the a first for an African American female director. Now, see, uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. And you, somebody's yep. got to go first. 
So yeah. I appreciate her. You know, so I appreciate her. Yes, break, yeah. break the glass ceiling. So I appreciate her for going first in this endeavor. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's how we'll put that. <laughs> so the, the, the movie answered the angel question. What what happens if Muhammad Ali, uh, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and Jim Brown are in a hotel room for two hours together? Um, and, uh, it was I, that was angel. I have to say that uh, I would have been okay with that question not being answered. <laughs> so <laughs> well, let's just go it for was, it. Um, I mean, Ma- Malcolm, Malcolm and Muhammad. I get it. You know, I, I get. You know, I get Muhammad. But, 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 but Sam Cooke and Jim Brown. I'm like, what? What the haberdashery is going on around here? Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, the uh, Yeah, so it, it, you know, it, I'm a huge fan of Muhammad, right? Me and him, me and him go way back. I don't know, Sam, I don't know how old you are, but uh, oh. back in the day, you, you, I don't know if you remember the center. You remember the center downtown, mall downtown St. Louis? Yes, I was here for that, St. Okay, Louis. Okay, yes, okay. the so, audience, we're in St. Louis. <laughs> that's right. So um, Muhammad Ali, back in the 80s, came down to Dillard's. And um, he was signing autographs or whatever. And uh, me and him, you know, took a picture together. And uh, so, you know, me and him go way back. And uh, he, he said like 75? No, no, I'm not even that old. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Sorry, I can't resist. It was leave uh, 87. Oh, <laughs> so, okay. Uh, uh, so anyway, and then, then he got, uh, his one-liners are just hilarious to me in, in everything I've ever seen of it. And one of the ones that, that, that I remember him saying is, he can, in his bedroom, he can be at the light switch, turn the lights off, and be in the bed before it gets dark. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sounds like something he would say in yeah, that like, exact I like the so, so the, the guy, the guy that played him was was great. He had his facial expressions down. He did. He even yeah, kind of looked had, like him. Yeah, the mannerisms down, and um, uh, even in that that fight, that first fight when he got cocky and ended up getting knocked. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So was... yeah, so it, it was a uh, it was it was cool. And um, uh, so anyway, so yeah, Muhammad was was my favorite part of the of the of the place. Um, did you have any favorite parts in the movie? Well, for one, I had to do a little background on it. So apparently in real life, all of these men were friends. So that's number one. They were all friends in real life. Um, yes, but you know, we all know that Malcolm X and Muhammad were collected, (laughs) collected, connected. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right, right. Because of the Islam religion. So everybody knows that because first he was Cassius Clay and then he converted his name to Muhammad Ali. Okay, so that's that's out there. So I was, you know, a little surprised, especially when I uh, saw the flyer and I saw the names that Sam Cooke and Jim Brown were in there. And I was like, how did all them go together? But this film actually brought that out because yes, they were friends, but yet they were all influential at that time or whatnot and um you know if i needless to say i actually was not as familiar with jim brown until this movie um you know i just have to admit that you know i've done some background on them and found out some a few things i was like okay i really like that with him being you know a, a football player at that time very successful and then making his conversion to hollywood and even then he was breaking 
uh, uh, walls or like you were saying, going through the glass ceiling as far as his roles that he was playing even then. Because I, I know there was big talk when he did that movie. Uh, I think it's 100 Rifles with uh, Raquel Welch. And uh, so it was a white actress and they had a love scene. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, now we see it like it's nothing. But back then, you didn't do stuff like that. So, you know, each one of them conquered something. And Sam Cooke and all, I have to say, you send me. Oh, you. I couldn't wait for that. I was like, y'all better play my song. I love you, send me. And of course, the change is going to come. Oh, gosh. But um, so it was nice to kind of see how that song even came, you know, to be like he got the courage. Like he had written the song, but he really kind of got the courage to do it via his conversation with Malcolm X. Who ticked him off. So, yeah, he did, but it it ticked him off in a great way, you know. Um, So that was interesting. And, um, but yeah, as far as casting, uh, I feel like. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head, but um, I mean, a lot of the actors are newer faces in the sense that it's not the Michael B. Jordan, it's not the Nate Parker, but yet I think um, that they were, you know, good actors. So the young man that plays Muhammad Ali, I think they did great on the casting as far as like he looked like he could be him and even, you know, took on the, you know, the language of how, uh, dialect of how Muhammad would talk. Mm -hmm. Um, Who else? Malcolm X, I think that actor, like I've seen him outside of that role and I was like, man, you really kind of transformed yourself here. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, I think he he was, uh, he fit well for Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, um, you know, Leslie Odom Jr. I mean, come on, this guy, here's a phenomenon. Broadway, Um, most known for Hamilton. He's won a Tony Award for that. Um, And what I thought was just so great was it was a very short scene, but you remember the scene with um, Leslie Odom, you know, playing um, Sam Cooke when he was talking with his wife in the movie. Yeah, yeah. So that is his real life wife. And I thought that was the sweetest thing. Yes, her name is Nicolette Robinson and they're married in real life. Been married for a few years. She's an actress, obviously, because she's in the movie. And um, so I thought that was kind of cool. And with him, with, you know, the singing background and everything, I thought that was a good fit for Sam Cooke. Now, Jim Brown, I'm not going to lie. I'm actually familiar with that actor, but I don't think he didn't look anything like Jim Brown to me. (laughs) I mean, he was was the right race. Yeah. kind of went a little left with that one. Yeah, but, you yeah know, they did. They did. But so he acted his heart out. He did really. Yeah, he did. And the the his first scene, you know, was um was was uh, powerful at the time because you remember he went to go visit oh. you know whoever on that plantation and Bo I mean, Bridges. They, they, oh, they was. was they was just as <laughs> friendly and just as nice and lemonade and, and southern hospitality. And then uh, when it's when it's time to go in the house, well, you know we don't allow in words in our house. I was like, what the hell? dancer is going on out here? I know. You see, I snuck that in like that. Yeah. I was right. like, oh, that's yeah. that's that's great. But that's how that's, that's how the that that uh, you know that's how it would be. And right. even now, you know, I'm I'm sure it's like that for a lot of people. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and um, yeah, that's that's how it used to be. Oh yeah, go on, boy. I like you know. I like what you do. I like what you do. But let, don't don't forget who you are now. Let me, you know, don't forget. Look, don't forget. There's boundaries now. That's right. I was I'm like, oh, back. Back. that was like, yeah, that was a 
that was an intense scene, especially at the beginning of the film. It actually kind of got me to, okay, so this finna be like this? Cause you know, I don't do well with them kind of movies. <laughs> You know, I'm just saying, like 12 Years a Slave, I still haven't seen that. I'm sorry, I can't watch it. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I'm I sorry, I can't. Now, I grew up with roots yeah. or whatnot. You know, I think every uh, black family in America was was forced to watch roots. No. <laughs> Look, as a kid. Right, miniseries. It was like the right. Alex Haley's roots. Yeah, that was, you had to watch it. We all have seen that. Right, right. <laughs> Look, we got to keep the right. tradition going now. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> so the, the, the movie, it, it, I mean, it, it got, it got some, um, I, I'd be honest, I don't understand the reviews that it's the best movie of all time and that it's, uh, you know, number one and all that. I, I, I don't get it. It don't, you know, it didn't, it didn't strike me as that. It wasn't, um, you know, I just, I, it, I don't know. It, it's not, it's not too often I'm far left with everything somebody else is saying. Cause I yeah. can use I can find the good out of anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I, I got nothing. The, um, and the, <laughs> the one thing that I did while I was watching the movie to entertain myself, there is a very famous picture of Malcolm X sitting with his glasses on and he's got two fingers against his cheek. And I started mm -hmm. to count how many times the actor portrayed that picture. <laughs> it's like in every scene. In the scenes. He did, and I'm like, wow, he really liked that poster. <laughs> well, he just trying to let y'all know I'm Malcolm. That's right, that's right. Yeah, well, I got the, you. The, the whole movie, it seemed like, I mean, Sam Cooke and, and um, uh, you know, everybody was there, but it seemed like to me, the the focus, if it was a main, if, if this was college, the major was Malcolm X and the minor was Muhammad Ali. You know, they, they seemed to get the most arcs of the story, you know, told, um, but right. it, was, it, was, it was super about Malcolm X. Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely an homage. To that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, you said it right this week. Look, and I you said did. it right this week. I was practicing. No. Black belt watch yourself. Right, <laughs> yes. But I would yeah. have to concur with you. Um, it was one of those things where it was everywhere, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, on before the release, like, ooh, one night in Miami, one night in Miami. And as a black person, um, you know, I get excited about black projects because it's taken us so long to have access to be able to produce in this way okay yeah, so yeah. i can feel that as our culture like oh my gosh regina king come on first black woman you met direct right, yeah, do it. Right. so you know Let's i'm so excited it. and then when you see those names you're like okay muhammad ali okay uh okay sam cook okay you know malcolm x okay so these are peoples that we know as a culture jim brown you know depending yeah. on the era that you're talking about like i'm talking with my mom of course she knows who jim brown is you know what i'm saying but right you know and people that are sports people especially a lot of guys they would know who jim brown is because of that so you know it's like okay i'm excited let's do this and right. so when i right. finally watched it i just it didn't hit me the way that it 
you know, others were talking about the film. Yes, it was the hype of let's get it out here. But then I was even seeing people after, you know, seeing things um, after it was put out like, oh, yeah, it's great. And you see a, a, a thing from USA Today, the movie of the year, best movie of the year. And I'm like, we're we talking about 2020 or 2021. What are we talking about? Because we're talking about 2021. The year just started. So it's kind of early to put that out there. But, um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you know, and yeah, if we're talking yeah. about 2020, I mean, a lot was going on last year and because of quarantine we didn't really get to have a lot of movies put out so you know now mind you there were some positive things like i said regina king directing that's awesome um the fact that black history is being brought out to where we can you know share in that i love that i love those aspects but as far as the movie as a whole i mean if we're talking about something that's moving i mean i'm just gonna use ray as an example Ray left an impression on me. Okay, I'm talking about the movie with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, <laughs> okay. that's right. That's that right. movie left an impression on me. I mean, I can even bring in Ali with Will Smith. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm tears. It was just a mixture of emotions going on. There was never really a moment to where, like, even when we got to that pivotal scene at the end of One Night in Miami, when Sam Cooke brings out his um, "A Change Is Gonna Come" song. Like that should have been such a moment where we felt like, yes, like I didn't experience none of that. <laughs> right, <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? Right. Where it was That's like, right. oh, we're at this moment, this song, he finally was able to, it was just missing pieces. Now I do understand that it was a play first by Kemp Powers. So the play okay. was written by Kemp Powers, who's, you know, teamed up with, with on the film with Regina King or whatnot to make it into a film. And it definitely had that play type of feel, especially when they were in the room and a lot of dialogue was being exchanged or whatnot. Okay, um, okay. And we're not, I'm not knocking the acting, not knocking it at all. No, but as far as blockbuster of the year, you know what I'm saying? That used to be the thing we used to say a lot because block, <laughs> I miss blockbuster. But anyway, <laughs> it's just, you know, that was a different era, but it just, it didn't hit me like that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I, I got to concur with you, you know, okay. with that. Yeah. And I think sometimes we fall into these uh, traps. Well, I don't know if I want to say trap. I'll just say maybe bandwagon. So on one end, you know, our culture, you know, as black people, we're so excited about projects that we just get in there and be like, yeah, it's great. We just praise it because it's something that we did. And, right. and then we ain't really truly, you know, examined. Because I've seen, I mean, oh my gosh, there have been greater movies and a lot of aspects that have been dogged in comparison to this. I mean, I'm just right. saying. So it's just right. like people just, you know, you kind of, it's kind of one of those things of perception and you kind of take it for what it is. You know what I'm saying? You got to look at all the avenues there. Yep. And so, you know, like I said, I'm happy for us as a culture. You know, I'm happy for Regina King for getting this opportunity. It was her first real features you know she's directed episodes on series and whatnot which one you just brought up earlier whatnot the watchman yep. and so i'm very happy for her and seeing what else she's going to do down the line but let's remember this was her first project you know yep. what i'm saying so um so yeah the the only the only thing <laughs> well one of the, the one of the biggest disappointments that i had i have never ever watched a malcolm x film where he didn't die Never. And oh, when I was yeah. when I was watching this, I'm like, oh, they just telling the story. He's not gonna die in this one. Cool. You know, they they tried to burn his house and they didn't get him. I'm like, all right, this is good. 
Uh, right. He didn't, he didn't die. And then the credits, I'm like, oh, yeah. And then the, then the credit roll was like, <laughs> he was shot two days later. What the heck? Right. <laughs> you know what? I actually, yeah, did a, a little backstory again on that so I could see. I thought it was a year later. Uh, maybe I'm mixing up my dates, but I believe yep. he was assassinated in 65 yep. and uh, February. And mm-hmm. um, it's crazy because he was shot like, oh my gosh, 12 times. It was crazy. Yep. But actually, it's crazy because everybody in this film is deceased except for Jim Brown. Uh, Sam Cooke was actually shot. Yep. Uh, it, it was a very controversial situation. I had no idea. And we all know Muhammad Ali had Parkinson's right. and he ended up dying 2016. So, yep. um, yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, man. Yep. And uh, I think uh, Sam Cooke, he didn't make it the year from when he first put, when he first released the um, Change is Gonna Come. Like he died the end of that year. I was like, man. Did he really? Yes, but I oh, found wow. out something interesting that I didn't know. Um one of his daughters he's i think he was married like three times three or four times and anyway one of his daughters was uh part of a singing group called womack and womack which i had no idea and i actually liked that group i know this is probably the listeners like you got to be from like the 80s uh, to know what i'm talking about but if you get some time look up the group womack and womack they had some okay. it was a girl well, it was her and her husband. That's her last name became Womack because of her marriage. But um, they formed a little duo there and had some good music. But anyway, mm. yes. But uh, yeah, that was crazy. I was like, dang, he was shot. I never knew Sam Cooke was shot. Yep, but yep, um, yep. yeah, so so yeah, you're right. He he yep. he survived Malcolm X. But then in the credits, we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Look, it's still there. Right. <laughs> Had to remind us, they still got it. <laughs> yes. But like I, I will applaud the actor that played him. I mean, you know, there's the, you know, Denzel's Malcolm though. I mean yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. that's yeah. a hard one to come right. up against. But mm-hmm. uh, especially yep. with Spike Lee's film too. But um, right. but yeah, so do you want to go ahead and rate it? <laughs> yeah, so the GTS for on this movie, so she, she, Sarah, you know, my, you know, my, uh, you know, my, my blackness won't allow me to go any lower than a six. You know, no, I, I, know. You know I, just, I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? I know, I, just, I, just I, I know what you mean. I don't want to lose my card, you know what I mean? I got you, I got you. <laughs> so I'm going to go with yeah. a six. Okay. Well, I was going to give it a seven. But, oh, good um, you. Yeah, you know, I get, you know, I don't know. My few extra points might be for the nice looking cast. You know, I am a woman. Uh, uh, <laughs> <boo>. <laughs> I mean, you know, that could be where it's coming from. I got but... you. I got you. I got you. I got you. So, uh, yeah, go. that's what yeah. we'll do. So, uh, right. that's, that'll work. All there right. you go. Regina, we okay. love you. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Yes, we love all, everyone that was involved. Yes, it will. (laughs) Yes, we love everybody, because actually everybody that we're seeing as far as limelight names are are black. We got Regina King, the director. We got the writer, Kip Powers, and of course the cast. So um, there you go. I love it. Usually you do the the score. Um, Oh. Yeah, you know, John Legend was behind it. Well, go on, John. Watch out there now. What yeah. The- yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Keep it really? black. No. Really? Yeah. It, was, it was black, y'all. You know, it so, was so. black. Yeah. Oh, I love it. But, okay. Yeah. Tell me about this new boy at the store. Hey, what's your favorite song in this? You don't know what love is. I am not answering that. <laughs> is he cute? I didn't really notice. 
that much. My band's playing tonight at nine, if you want to come. I've never met a girl who knows as much about music as you do. And television. Don't get me started. Who's seen every episode of everything? How was it? He's extraordinary. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Can I walk you? Life's too short to waste time on things you don't absolutely love. But how do you know if you love something absolutely? I guess when it's the only thing that matters. off at a gig in Paris. Come with us on tour. I'm afraid I can't. But I think you very well could be the next John Coltrane. And what are you gonna be? Oh, so right. speaking of black. So, yeah, Sylvie's love <laughs> in music. Right, speaking of black in music. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yes. So this is a, a total opposite of that movie. <laughs> yep, yep. Ooh. Yes. Um, so, no. so, okay. No historical figures, yes. but it, it seemed like it was the same no. kind of timeline, though. Yes, <laughs> you know it was. Uh, yeah. Well, it was the fifties Harlem in Harlem. Yep. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. So, a uh, little background here. So, the director of Sylvie's Love is actually uh, a man. His name is Eugene Ash. Uh, he's a black man, and he actually used to be uh, the mem a member of an R&B group called the Funky Poets. Now, I myself have never heard of this group. Uh -huh. But they had an album out in 1993. And so pretty much what I've gathered is Eugene Ash is a person that loves movies and music. And so this was a perfect fusion of that for him. Okay. Okay. And so as far as love of music and love of film or whatnot, and he's been on numerous soundtracks as a musician or whatnot. Okay. So just a little throw them at you. Yeah, nice. Um, so that's our director. And this actually, I think, is his, um, this is his first feature. So, yeah, okay. there's okay. that. There you there's go. There's that. Um, and go ahead. Well, um, now you know I would be remiss if I did not talk about the star male lead of the, of the, of the movie. <laughs> now, I want to make sure I say this right. But it's, look, it's Namdi Asumuwa. Asumuwa. Oh, okay. okay. I'm not going to tell you you're wrong. Okay. Uh, it's, he's definitely, um, I, I, I wrote it out symp sympathetically to see, to make sure that um, I would go ahead and uh, get it right. Okay. And so, uh, definitely, he's, you know, African, of course. Now, this is what is going to probably surprise a lot of people because when I started sharing this around, I realized how many people did not know this. But this young man has actually been married to Kerry Washington, oh my goodness, what? since 2013. They have okay. two kids. And um, one thing I actually love about Kerry Washington is she is a person that keeps her personal life personal as okay. big of a name that she is that's why many people don't know but because you know i'm a person that is kind of a fan of hers um i knew who her husband was and her kids and all that and so i knew he was an actor as well um and used to be an uh, nfl uh defensive back as well football or whatnot but um and he's quite the philanthropist i'm sorry and <laughs> Yes, it's Yes, and right. so, 
And so when I saw that he was in the cast with Tessa Thompson, I said, okay, that, okay, you're stepping on out there. I love it. There you go. There you go. Yes, yes. So, so you, you brought her up. So Tessa Thompson. Yes, so, Tessa. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna love on some Tessa Topper. She um uh she you know she was in Folk Color Girls first time I ever saw her. Oh, um, and then never the, see that movie again. Oh uh, man, the the second time I saw her was in one of my favorite movies. Oh was yes, Dag Gummit Thor. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, that was one of my favorites right there. Then Ragnarok. Um, she uh oh um. She, uh, you know, she played Valkyrie in the movie, so it was, uh, it, it worked out quite well. Quite, awesome. quite well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh, her face is definitely being becoming known. Uh, of course, yep. she was in the Creed movies or whatnot as the love interest to Michael B. Jordan yep. or whatnot. So I love that, and uh, yeah. So, you know, uh, oh, yes. You know, I want to go back to some of our previous episodes. And I want to count how many times I mentioned Deadpool and how many times you mentioned Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> that is not true. I do not mention. You know what? I did mention him when he had, was no longer single. What episode was that? Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not doing this and, and, and just this, and just this episode, I got you tallied oh. for two already. Shoot. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. Uh, it's okay. It's all right. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> From the mouth, the heart speaks. Well, you know, since we're talking about him, you know, his his girlfriend is actually Steve Harvey's daughter. I had no what? idea. Her name is Laura Harvey. Yes, Steve Harvey has a daughter, and she's dating Michael B. Jordan. Wow. <laughs> she's beautiful, too, by the way. You, you can't make this stuff up. You can't. You can't. <laughs> well, there you go. There you have yeah. it, ladies and gentlemen. So, so um, a few other faces popped up in this movie. Uh, of course, Eva Longoria from Desperate Housewives. I was like, yes, I love her. Um, and of course, uh, from Bridgerton. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Reggae John Page. Yes. Without the beard. He actually Without did the this beard. film before Bridgerton. So, you know, there's that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. now he blew up, so he, he good. He good. Right. I'm saying. I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, Alrighty. um, we go. You know, who who was your favorite character in the in the movie? Favorite of character? Course. You always try to take me there. What's your favorite I do. character? I do. You got to have somebody um, to enjoy. Well, I, well, speak well. Speaking of reggae, I did kind of enjoy uh, his character a little bit. He was very um. How can I say? I was gonna say flamboyant, but I don't want it to be taken the wrong way. Um, he had a lot of energy about him, you know, like a, a no-nonsense kind of guy. Like I'm here, life of the party. There's a good way to put it. So I did like that about him. I mean, he was, you know, he's definitely a supporting actor here. But um, between the two, as far as the love interests, um, I think I, I liked Tessa's character. Okay. I did. I did like Tessa Thompson. There you go. Um, there you go. Yes. Uh, there's, there's so much you could say here about what was brought out, but you go ahead there. You had something. Yeah. Oh, my, my favorite was the mama. <laughs> I know that mama too. <laughs> the mama was odd, boy. That mama wasn't playing. And then when she, she, <laughs> when she in the beginning, when she saw the boy Googling over her daughter, he like, uh, don't you got something to do? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my, in the oh, store. Oh, oh. Look at in that. In the record store. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Well, you know, she was a bit entitled, you know, a little bougie. I didn't like that about her. The mama? Yes. You didn't pick that up? She, she taught her daughter to be with school. him. Huh? She taught her etiquette school. What? Yes, but did you see when she was like, he's uh, not, you're above his station. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Now, now look, now, now, now Sarah, 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 <laughs> now, now, Sarah. Now, now you know I love your mama. So if if I were to talk to your mama and you had a choice between a vagabond that uh, may or may not make it and a, a brother and, and a brother that's on Wall Street, uh, who do you think your mama gonna, gonna pick for you? Well, of course she's gonna pick the walls. You know what? No, no, she wants me to pick the person I love. Whatever, I'm calling your mama after this. I'm gonna see. <laughs> But you know, it's funny though, because we're talking about it. In some situations, some, I can't even say cultures, because even in the black community, like she was, you know, like she said, she had went to a, uh, she was a debutante, kind of like in Bridgerton, where they're presented and then they have like the wealthiest of the wealthy within that, uh, within our community at these balls. And then, you know, he was a doctor and all that, the fiance. But um, it's almost like, you, you, you can't when you're in those circles that's the the demeanor that they take on like you have to be here or you know and that's how they talk or you're not going to be eligible to marry my daughter you know what i'm saying <laughs> they, do, they have that demeanor and i feel like she kind of had that demeanor i'm not saying you know the lady was evil i ain't saying that but <laughs> I, you know i kind of felt that demeanor a little bit from her from the small of, of the role that she had I was yeah, like, oh, yeah. she's not going to let her daughter be great, you know, because immediately after she made that, made that statement about the station, you notice her whole demeanor changed towards him, um, Tessa. Yeah, she was right. like, oh, well, that was a mistake and yada, yada. No, it good and well, she enjoyed every moment of that kiss. Speaking of that kiss, <laughs> the first one. <laughs> I thought it was the sweetest thing how he ran up those stairs. I was like, you better run. <laughs> <laughs> that one was running. He like skippity papped up. Right, front. he did. <laughs> skippity papped. <laughs> I'm like, he was like, take the limits off. <laughs> <laughs> he took the limits off, buddy. He did. He like, had to yes. miss a couple steps up on the way up. Yes. <laughs> so speaking of which, I really enjoyed just how that hall all unfolded in the beginning as far as when he saw her through that window and it was yep. like one of those looks like I gotta have her so I'm gonna do what I need to do so I can get to know her and that's when he went in it was like yeah so you guys hiring you know mm -hmm. you like, know I was like see that's what I'm talking about see I wish that's what we need nowadays I love a pursuit like that come on pursue me like that see that's what <laughs> I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Oh, is still alive. Yeah, it's it, in it Sarah's is. world. So it you know, really is. It really, it really is. is. And, so I and, it, so, and, and this was a romantic movie. And um, yes, it was. I, I thank the Lord. My wife watched it with me because otherwise I wouldn't have made it. Uh, uh, oh, well. Nothing blew up. Uh, there, there, was, there, was, there was no. There was no car chasing, and uh, there was no. Not even uh, a fight. Even and and fight. Iron Man didn't show up. I'm like, well. Well, <laughs> I gotta watch it because Tara told me to. Oh, <laughs> my, my wife was there. Punish me. Yeah, it made it work. So, so anyway, um, I watched this. You watch Godzilla. So the um, uh, what what we do what we do is uh, this movie went. Um, uh, it was 
very loving. It was very, it was a very realistic um, show of love that just keeps, you know, that, that soulmate that just keeps popping back up. Yes, um, I loved yeah. that uh, yes. aspect. Yeah. That, Even, that part uh, was awesome. Yes, uh, through the time. Some of it made me think of The Notebook um, just a little bit. It had to do with the mom as, and uh, wanting the best for her daughter or whatnot. You know, that little moment made me think of the, the Notebook and especially that scene where they were showing when they were falling in love, they ride on the bike together, yep, they yep. at the park, you know, they're doing all these things or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was sweet. And then I loved, you know, it was nice and clean as far as even with, you know, the intimate scenes, you know, you don't get a lot of that these days. It was nice to just see, oh, okay, this is a sweet thing. We ain't got to see people all exposed. Right. So, right. you know what I'm saying? There's, you know, times for you know, things, but especially today, it just, I just love that aspect, you know, because I'm my kid, I can watch you with my daughter. You know, it's a future daughter, don't have daughter now, but you know, I'm right. just saying. Yeah. Yep. So th- that that was the first confusing piece of the movie to me, oh. was, you know, they were, they, they kissed on the towel, and then there was some, you know, loving stuff in the middle, riding bikes, all that kind of stuff, and then she was throwing up in the toilet. And she, and you know, the girl, the cousin said, well, do you think you're pregnant? And she said, yes. I said, wait, wait, did I, wait. <laughs> oh, stay implied it, Sean. I had to rewind it. Did I miss something? You can't get pregnant with something. <laughs> See, this, this is a perfect example of that. See, we're so used to seeing it all on the screen. It was implied when they were on the towel and he took her down and then the camera spanned away. That's when it happened. And then, wait, but she was talking to her cousin and yep, was yep. like, how was it? She was like, extraordinary. Oh my gosh, I've done it many, many times and never had the word extraordinary. You know, what happened to that scene? Did you not see I thought they, I thought they were talking about kissing. <laughs> I was confused. That's hilarious. (laughs) You know what, though? But that's your take. I get that. I can see how that's perceived, but I definitely, I was like, it was implied. But but even when they were in the car getting at it, they was going at it in the car. You know, people was going at it in the car. Mm -mm. Okay. Mm -mm. Okay. Well, anyway, so. I remember they were in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so this, there, there you go. There you have, ladies and gentlemen. So um, we're so used to the other stuff. We just, you know, yeah. you know what you should do. You should watch a whole bunch of Bollywood movies. That would really turn, uh, change your mind <laughs> on some things because Is that right? they don't okay. have love scenes at all. Like they barely oh. kiss on screen. Like it's okay. a thing. Yeah, they okay. know. It's singing and dancing. I mean, they have wonderful love stories. Well, you know, we're gonna eventually. Uh, <clears throat> Uh, review uh, Indian film. Okay. But uh, okay. We'll, we'll get there, Bollywood film. Yep. But um, yeah, so moving forward, um, this movie here definitely gave me a sense of, uh, and it's it's filmed, it's filmed for the era of the 50s, but yeah, I felt that era as far as the romance and everything. I felt all of that. Like, I just could remember watching certain movies with my mom. There was this movie uh, back in the day with John Gavin. I'm really showing my movie television history right here. But um, he was in a movie. Um, he was also in Im- Imitation of Life. That might help a few people. The, uh, the version of color, not the black and white version with Sandra D. He was in that movie, but it was this movie called Backstreet or whatnot. And it, it, it just gave me those vibes of just how love stories used to come to life on the screen back then in the 50s and 60s. And um, so I got that vibe. And then I, I 
thoroughly enjoyed the fact that it was uh, a black love story in mm-hmm. that sense. Like, I really had to ask my mom, because I've seen a lot of movies, especially old and new. But I was like, Mom, was there ever um, a time where we were able to have these kind of movies like this back then? And she was like, no, not really. I mean, we had the black exploitation films and things mm-hmm. of that nature, Cooley Eye and different things, Pam Greer. But mm-hmm. nothing quite as, you know, sweet and and loving is this and um of course i love the music i mean of course you do. i had to go i had to go find it on spotify i was <laughs> like i'm loving this music <laughs> you know with him being a jazz musician and all i was yep, like yep. yes yes so, it, it was such it was such a roller coaster for me um because of, you know just just of the the spots of of uh you know love and then anger and then back to love and then back to anger um because you know you go through love and then uh you know you, you have a baby but you don't you're pregnant but you don't tell them you know that right like, wait 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 <laughs> you, right what? right no, you don't do that and then and then and then you go back through love and then and then you, you come back and you cheat on your husband i'm like wait <laughs> No. Well, actually, no. Well, she cheated the first no, time. So. No. <laughs> right, right, right. right. So, uh, and, then, and then, and then you go through love and then love and happiness again. And and then he, he wants he wants to he wants to leave because he ain't got no job. Although she's a TV executive, you know, you know what I mean. That that can uh, and she can say it. I got us until you get a job. But you know, the male ego, uh, oh, uh, yeah. such 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 a powerful thing, powerful thing. And he would <laughs> rather go back. And live <laughs> in the factory, uh, right? As a pauper, yeah, yeah. So, a pauper. Oh my God! So, um, yeah, so it was just a, a heck of a, a roller coaster of a whole bunch of interesting decisions uh, <laughs> that they yeah. that they made. But I have known people to make them decisions. You know what I mean? So the same. Yeah, it was realistic. It's, it's, yeah, it's realistic. So, so it was it was a it was it was a roller coaster after I actually, you know, watched it. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, right. Definitely, um, like you said, realistic. And because, uh, you know, love goes up and down. And a true testament of love conquering all in the sense that, you know, you brought up the soulmate th- uh, thing. Um, yet I'm a person that believes that we all don't just have one other person in the whole entire world that, you know what I'm saying, that is, that's the one. But yet there are certain characteristics or things about a person that will work well with you as a person. It's kind of where I kind of see purpose and all of that. But, um, so, yes. I'm going to help you out. Don't tell your husband that. When when it's time to get married, don't 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 just just leave that part out. I'm just uh, just, well, I wouldn't say it like that. (laughs) If you when you see what I what what I what I've learned because I used to be a person that thought, oh, we all have one soulmate out there and that's the one but that makes me feel like okay so what if that person passes away that means i can't ever love again that's the perception i'm coming from not that we all can't find this one person that really works well with us because yes you know being in love is fantastic it's wonderful and there's there's a whole world full of people and it can happen 
you know so that's where I'm coming from I just don't want people to be I had to learn I didn't want to be in this place where I'm so, like I've I've because I've had relationships before where it's like oh my gosh I think you're the one and yada 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 then it doesn't end up working out and now I'm like what oh okay I can't go on there ain't nobody else out there <laughs> see that's depressing that's what I'm saying but uh but you know so you, a, it, it's not I, gonna come out like that with my a wonderful husband. explanation but but, but still. <laughs> I want to say it. So when she was pregnant, okay, so there's going to be some mixed emotions involved here. So, okay, so from what we saw of the two characters, it was his dream to be a musician. He didn't, he pretty much pulled his own self up by the bootstraps Mm. and, you know, taught himself and all of that. And so for that opportunity for him to go to France, I think it was one of those things where she looked at it like, okay, I could tell you about this child, but if I tell you about this child, that means you're not going to be able to be the musician that you, you know, would dream to be. And it's going to come down to a choice and you're going to pick raising this daughter. I know he was, I didn't know he would do that. And so, it, you know, one of those things, are you going to resent me later? You know what I'm saying? It kind of, and it kind of, he gave it back to her. He played it forward in a sense when he yeah. left because she had reached see that's what I really loved about this movie they both were able to achieve their dreams like he wanted to be that musician when they met and she wanted to be a TV producer so I loved how that unfolded even though they weren't necessarily in each other's lives but yeah. then they end up being back in each other's lives I was like oh okay I can see that okay <laughs> they was about to make me mad though cause some, some of it I was like y'all got is he finna die it was just certain scenes. I was like, you know, so I was like, I don't know what's gonna happen. And then when he left, I was like, really? Okay, but then when it came together in the end, I was like, oh, okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh gosh. Yeah, it was, it was a, it, it was a, it was an up and downer. It was, but it, it was a, it was a, it, you know, it was a good movie. I, I, to, I can say that it was a good movie. Yes, it was. Um, it was a yeah. good movie, and it, it was. was um, I mentioned uh, oh, Namdi. I'm just gonna say Namdi. His first uh-huh. name. He actually was the producer of this film, and he actually, if you didn't know, he has been producer of. He did Harriet. He did The Banker, as well as Beasts of No Nation on Netflix. That Netflix film. So he's been busy behind the scenes. Okay. And a few, okay. Of course, he's done some acting and other things, but yeah. So yeah. Nice. So we're gonna go ahead and rate this bad boy. Yeah, yeah. GTS I'm, score. You know, I'm gonna, you know, Valkyrie was in it, uh, <laughs> and uh, and uh, Ragnarok's my favorite films. So I, I just, I, I can't, I can't go no lower than eight just because of that. Oh wait, no, you know what? My wife mm-hmm. enjoyed it, so that's gonna take it to a nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, you know, but you know, you you say there's no soulmate, so that's gonna take it back down to an eight. <laughs> I was saying there's not one soulmate. You can have more than one soulmate. Let me be clear. (laughs) You can have more than one. All right. So, um, anywho, um, I'm going to say a seven. Okay. I guess I'm in the seven realm. It wasn't like the best movie of all time, but there were some things about it that I enjoyed. So I would give it a seven. Okay, there it go. There it go. We'll see. See, there we go. All righty. Okay, so 
<clears throat> now on to WandaVision. Marvel World! Yay! Yes, yes. <laughs> Wanda and Vision. Yes. So okay. I know you I know you enjoyed the the, the, the timing because you, you enjoy those those uh, old 70s shows, right? Yes, I was looking. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, we're in the 70s now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yep. they, they tell you when you read up on it that it's going to be a span uh, uh, span of different def- decades. So I was just wondering when they were going to pop out with the next one. Ooh, I'm, you know I can't wait for the 80s, right? You know I can't wait for the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yes, I was like, okay, uh, Brady yeah. Bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was this one was uh, uh, this one was a good episode that they um, all my comic book heads out there will know. You know a lot of things that were were in this episode, um, but um, with uh, with a comic back in the eighties called you know Vision and the Scarlet Witch, right? Um, the Scarlet Witch, you know, um, <laughs> she pretty much made herself pregnant. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, her her powers are, are that that strong where where she did that, and the two boys that they had, Billy and Tommy, um, the two twins, uh, they were actually um, pieces of a villain. Um, that you know ended up in the um, in, a, in the comics that her and Doctor Strange fought, and they ended up uh, after after that they brought them back as part of the Young Avengers. Um, so yeah, it, it had a it had a it had a lot, and there was a, a secret one. So we've been talking about black actors. Um, the 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 lady named Dar- Geraldine in the in the show that had the scene with Wanda toward the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Okay. Who, 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 tell me, in the in the Marvel world, who do you think she is? Wait, what? Ah-ah! <laughs> huh? I do not know. Oh, you ain't even gonna try. I'm flabbergasted. I have no what idea. The, you hood <laughs> wings <laughs> and bamboozle? <laughs> I don't know. So, so, do you remember Captain Marvel? Yes. Okay. You remember Captain uh, Marvel's best friend? I think so. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Sarah! <laughs> I've seen these movies one time. <gasps> yeah, Sorry. But, I can't you help seen, you. Wait, wait, wait. You've seen Captain Marvel one time. How many times have you seen Bridgerton? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is where, how you know I love romance. So, <laughs> that's not a romance, romance movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Captain Marvel, um, uh, she uh, Denver's, who is Captain Marvel, has a best friend um, who has a daughter, and the, the uh, Geraldine is the daughter that is grown up. Oh, ha ha! Oh ho! Right. Yeah. Okay. So she 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 went and messed up. She ended up running off at the mouth. Oh. Talking about Ultron. <laughs> right. <laughs> She's like, what? What did you say? Um you said, I'm sorry, who, what? Who, who what you win? Oh, yeah, I didn't wait, say right. anything. Right, right. Yeah, she's <laughs> talking about Ultron and then she um she noticed and you know, so this is where Marvel is starting to direct us toward clues. Um, yes. so she she says, Hey, what what is that chain? that you have on. What does that mean? What does that symbol Yes, mean? I saw that. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. And that, that was that was your clue to look up the chain. If you did, you would have saw the chain. <laughs> the, the same chain in uh, 
episode one was on that that same symbol was on the helicopter that was in color when everything was in black and white. Aha. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, which is the it's symbol. A mystery. Yeah. No, I didn't mean it. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a group. It's a group in Marvel named Sword, and that that's their emblem. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. getting quite interesting. I have to oh, say, yeah. after oh. after this third episode, I was like, okay, things are really starting to heat up now. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. 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 Can't wait for episode four. Oh I'm like, man. If, if every comic nerd. Uh, bone in my body <laughs> has been anchoring to the next episode because they, they it's, it's just so much that they released and there there is so I'm I'm trying to see how far they go into Scarlet Witch because she was a group of uh, she had a group of three witches in one comic and one of the witches wore um, this uh, this uh, brooch. And it was very distinctive brooch. And the the neighbor, the nosy neighbor that talks a lot, that was talking. Yeah, to me, what's going yeah, on outside she, there she, on that fence? Yeah, so I was like, she, what's going on? She had on that brooch. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, so I was like, oh, they bringing her in? Are they bringing them in this? Like, oh, this is going to be real extensive. So, so anyway, I'm, I'm just overly excited. I'm overly. I, I hope that they that somehow the word mutant it comes up. Um, because that will, you know, give us a kickoff to the X Men coming in, um, and uh, you know, and with her in the comics, she's actually the daughter of Magneto. Okay, um, now yeah, it's yeah. really going south. <laughs> Man, I'm trying to open up a whole bunch of stuff. I can't keep up with all this. Oh, oh, you can't. Oh, that's right. That's why you got me. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's why we got you on the show, Sean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, so it it was good, but the you know, but the the set, which I know that you know excites you, um, you know, mm-hmm. they even made they made the little fake backdrops like they used to do in the seventies. Yes, yeah. uh, that was hilarious <laughs> with the staircase. It yep. was just so much going on. I'm like Mary Tyler Moore. It's just so much was coming to my mind. Mork and Midge. Shows. Yeah. Mork and Mindy. I loved Mork and Mindy. Oh, Nick and Nick. Nanny oh. Nanny. That's yes. Right. That's right. Yep. So it's so, good stuff. Yeah, so I'm definitely I'm enjoying, enjoying this it. Series. Looking forward to seeing what they do for the remainder of the episodes. Yep. Um, there's supposed to be nine. So hey, hey, oh, yeah, about, yeah, six more to go up until March 5th. So... There we go. go. Um, oh, got to, they got to catch up. I they I don't know how they're um because this one was supposed to lead us up to Doctor Strange. Okay. Um, and um uh Doctor Strange too. And right. but they're they're behind because you know Scarlet Witch should have came out, you know, a year ago. Um and you know how all their movies, you know, kick off something for the next movie. Right, right. Um, so yeah, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of curious how they're gonna you know, kind of catch up with everything. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, well, I, I took my nerve half off. Uh, all right. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's it for us, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go ahead and uh, end the show. Uh, once again, go ahead and follow us under What's Your Take Media on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And subscribe to us on, we're actually on Amazon Music as well. So, uh, wherever you get your podcast, really, uh, Apple and Spotify as well. So it's been great talking with you guys and we'll see you next week. Well, all right. All right. <laughs>